Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. A protest is currently underway outside Leinster House in Dublin and it's over the um, proposals by government to reform disability payments. So I want to know what it means for people living with a disability. 1800 453 106 is the number. Danielle is with us. Danielle, you are at the protest today. Will Will you tell us about these proposed changes, first of all? Yes. Hi, Andrea. Um, basically, these proposals are draconian measures which would basically force as many as 84% of disabled people um, out of the, the current situation where we, where we don't have to work to a situation where we do have to, have to work or at least make an effort to work through the entry system. And it is unacceptable to be putting this pressure on people who are disabled um, because our community is really, really scared about this. And the green paper must be scrapped because this plan has not been thought through and hasn't been given any, and hasn't been, and didn't get written with input from our community. The disabled community is exhausted from this, and we need, we need them to just tell us that this is not going to happen. So for a lot of people, Daniela, who maybe you're living with multiple, um, you know, d- different conditions and maybe aren't in a position to work that currently get the disability allowance, will there be changes to that payment because of this? Uh, quite, quite possibly. The, the, the amount of money that you get, the government say, will not change. But there will be more pressure on you to work, at least in 84% of cases. The government says that Tier 1, the only level which will not will not have to engage with the entryo system will um, will only go to about 16% of, of cases. The rest will either be um, strongly encouraged to go through the entryo system or, will, or, or it will be mandatory and it's not acceptable. So this is the suggestion within the proposals, Daniela, that somebody's capacity to work will be medically assessed by people employed by the department. Is that what's causing the concern? Yeah, and for our communities, we, many of us deal with medical trauma from the fact that we have, um, from the fact that we have been put through the system before and to, potentially we're going to be reassessed on regularly for regular tiering to see if our tiers have changed and to see if we still deserve the payment, um, which is not the case right now for many of us. Some, some payments at the moment do have stuff like that. So, some do have these regular assessments, but for many people on disability allowance, that's, that's not a thing that we deal with and we shouldn't have to deal with that. So just to break that down, does that mean that, you know, um, that this new, this new structure would mean that your, um, the level of payment that you receive is calculated on, based on the nature, you know, of your disability or the impact of your disability? Yes, currently the co- currently disability allowance and other disability payments do not cover the cost of living, and so the government thinks that they can, if they cover the cost, some of the more of the cost of the living for some disabled people, then then the rest of us will have to um, have to figure out um, work for ourselves in order to pull ourselves out of poverty. And pulling ourselves out of poverty is not a solution to the crisis of poverty in the disabled community. The the cost of living reports that the government knows about. This does not meet those needs. This does not meet that cost of, cost of disability report. It is, it is really not a solution to the 
to the pro- poverty problem in our okay. community. Margaret Kennedy is on the line with us um, as well today, Daniela. Margaret, you're also at the protest. Why? I'm at the protest because I'm very, very angry. Very, very angry that disabled people have to be put through more assessments for no good reason, um, done by people who really don't understand the lived experience of disability. This is a waste of money, a waste of time, and it's putting disabled people into an awful um anxiety and fear I no go on ahead I, really, I think that this document is one of the worst documents that ever came out of the the doll it is going to make lives triple hard for disabled people what we have to get right is the structures for disabled people to enable them to get employment not to focus on the disabled person why they're not working we need to focus on the, stri- the society we are living in today that do not employ disabled people, that cannot employ disabled people, their buildings aren't accessible, there's no transport for disabled people to get to their jobs. We haven't got the structures in place to put, have disabled people there in the workplace. And there's a lot, lot of discrimination. To, you put in your application, you say you're disabled, and there are still people who will not even interview you. So at the government of going up to the wrong end of the stick, what we have to do is make sure the structures are, are foolproof for disabled persons to be able to get to their job. And at the moment, the lift breaks down on the dart all the time and disabled people can't get onto, their pla- onto the platform even mm-hmm. to get a, a train into the Dublin to get a job. So it's, it's just it's a nonsense because it's not going to help the situation. It's going to cause misery to a great many people and it's wrong, wrong, wrong and we're all saying here today we want it scrapped and we want it scrapped now. Uh, am I right? The Department of Social Protection um, because there's obviously been you know, some outrage I don't think is too strong of a word to use over the, um, the government's proposals but I see the department made the point that nobody is going to lose their entitlement to a disability payment arising from these green paper proposals. You know, there, there, there'll be no, there, 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 you know, that um, nobody is going to see the payment level reduced either. That's not true. It's absolutely not true. They have no cost of living. But disabled people have to spend somewhere between eight thousand and twelve thousand per year extra to a cost of living. Their benefits at the moment two twenty a week doesn't cost cover living wage. During the pandemic, they gave the people who couldn't work. Uh, a payment of 350 euros. They said that was the living wage for for a week. What are they giving disabled people? 220. Now, if that isn't injustice, if that isn't inequality, I don't know what is. To expect disabled people to live in poverty and have benefits so low that they're in poverty. Twice as many disabled people are in poverty as there are non-disabled people. And the government turned around and said they're not going to lose their benefits. Their benefit isn't good enough as it is. I'm sure, Margaret, you don't want to be there on Kildare Street today. I'd say Leinster House. How many? There's about uh, close to 60, 100, okay. more. I can't, can't, I can't see all the way down. Yeah. But I'm there sure it's not somewhere you want to be today, you know, to Look, I'm, fighting I'm, for this. I'm, I'm 71. I have a neuromuscular disease. I'm in a uh, wheelchair. I should, we, none of us should be outside here. 
none of us should have to do this, but they don't talk to us. They don't talk to the community of disabled people. They put this document on the table without even talking to the DPOs, the disabled person organizations. They put this document out just before Christmas, so we, we didn't have a chance to look at it. They were going to close it on the 15th of December, so people couldn't uh, give, give it their views until, uh, until up to then. We fought to get it to continue until March, yeah. to extend it. But we're not going to allow this to go through. We're going to fight this document because it's, it, it's a breach of human rights. The medical model, we have always said, is a breach of human rights. We have always said, stop assessing us and put in the structures that allow us to be equal in society. Stop assessing us. We don't need any more medical assessments. Give us the structures to enable us to go to work, like transport, proper uh, benefits, uh, accessibility, personal assistance to help people do the jobs they want to do. Mm all these structures not in place and what do they do? They want to blame us for not getting a job. The the green paper apparently is just to prompt discussion and debate before they, um, you know, they finalise the the design of changes or the the changes to the system. So the fact that there is still some consultation, Margaret, I'm, I'm sure you're hoping from today and maybe other protests or discussions with government that this won't actually happen, or there'll be some, you know, your, your calls will be listened to. If we have anything to do with it, it won't happen. The petition that we started in September has now reached 2,600 signatures. That's a petition about this to scrap it. We don't want it, we won't want it, and we will not want it, and nothing will persuade us that this document, as it stands, is appropriate. It's totally inappropriate. Okay. It goes against the Human Rights uh, Convention of for Disabled People. In fact, Anne Rabbit apparently should be saying that this document is against human rights because under Article 4 of the Human Rights Convention on Disabled People, she has a duty to make sure there is no discrimination. This is a discriminatory piece of legislation. Okay. Listen, Margaret, thank you for getting in touch with us and uh, and sharing your thoughts with us today um, on the programme. Like it's the department, you know, they're suggesting the reforms of the the structure, basically, of the long term disability payments that it'll sort of establish this kind of a three tiered system. But as you've heard from Daniela and Margaret today, a um, lot of disability groups and advocates just, you know, well, they feel it is going to create that tiered system and they're not happy about it. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.